Toby Diaz, and I'm the host of The City's Finest. Can I just tell you that I get the pleasure to sit here and do a podcast that really all I do is I, I just ask questions. And really, it's because of my own curiosity, the fact that I get to partner up with a bunch of people on different boards that now get to see a perspective of law enforcement that a lot of people don't get to see. So I'm I'm so curious, I'm so invested, and we figured this podcast would be our way to be a bridge from the average normal Joe like me to the actual department heroes that are guests on this show. All right, so I'm, I'm not gonna be long-winded with this, but I've got Chris Bigelow, who is a good friend of uh, one of my good buddies, John Cute, and we all sit on the Orlando Police Foundation. And John was the one who contacted me and said, Obi, you got to talk to my buddy, Chris. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about recruitment, which I, I appreciate it because I don't just have Officer Chris. I've got Corporal Casey Jeanette. I've got Officer Ben McCallie. I've got Officer Stanley Avignon. And here we are today, all of us together. Now, uh, Officer Chris, is, 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 am I addressing you correctly? Is there another title that I should be off, uh, addressing you by? I'm the sergeant. Ah, Nice. Well, well played, sir, to get to your position. And uh, let, let's talk about what we're talking about today. Okay. So this department that you have, who who's with you today? Can you can you go around the table? I know that I introduced, but there's nothing better than the actual lead. Yeah, so I have, uh, this is my recruiting staff. We are the recruiting section here at the Orlando Police Department. Um, and these three fine officers go out and actually travel to different locations and actively try to recruit people that want to become police officers with the Orlando police department. And we have, she's my second in command when I'm not around. I trust her to run things. And it's uh, Corporal Casey Jeanette. Hi, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and then I have these two fine gentlemen uh, who provide me endless banter throughout the day, uh, but are very good recruiters. And we have officer Ben McCallie. Good afternoon. And officer Stanley Avignon. Hey, how you doing? Nice. Madam, thank you for joining us. Gentlemen, uh, guys, thank you. I'm, I'm going to be throwing a bunch of just questions your way just because, um, uh, again, we have a listening audience that joins us from all over the United States. I mean, whether it's people listening from Texas, uh, wherever they're listening from, this is a great look on the inside because a- anywhere you go, you're going to have your own sheriff department. You're going to have your own police department. But to know the positions to know why they have to do them to know the officer behind the badge so important so uh okay so sergeant if you don't mind let's talk about recruitment and let's talk about why you got into this i'm going to specifically target you uh because you head up this this department and and why did you get into law enforcement where where did this all come from Where, where where did this start uh why i got into law enforcement is when i was a little kid um i used to Go to community events that, uh, you know, and see the police cars and the, the fire trucks and stuff like that. And I always thought the police cars were really cool. Um, and then I just kind of grew from there. My brother got into law enforcement young uh, when I was a young kid, when I was in high school. Oh, wow. And then I just, it was kind of easy from there. I followed in his footsteps and uh, always knew I wanted to do it. It's a, You know, they always say, you know. It's a calling, and that is true. It's something that you have to want to do. It's, it's not something that you're like, oh, I need a job. I need something. It's, this is something that you have to want to become. So uh, for me, it was easy. It was from an early age, and it just kind of grew from there. And it was always a, a target goal of mine. And uh, to be here where I'm at now is the, you know, there's no greater high. So 
Wow, that's really fun to hear you say that. Um, you, you know, so now that you've made it to this portion of your career, you're the lead of this crew. What What are some of the difficulties difficulties with being the leader of recruitment today? I know that that's got to be a, a, a little bit more of a of a of a game to play today. Uh, the difficulty is, uh, you know, just getting the people that want to come apply. I know we've had a lot of uh, issues in, you know, law enforcement throughout the uh, past year. Uh, so that is a challenge. We also had the pandemic, COVID. So it, this really restricted our uh, my staff to go out and travel um, and meet people. And uh, so we had a lot of virtual stuff. But uh, going out and physically meeting people is a huge challenge. That is something that we have, uh, and they, you guys have done great. Uh, we've, you know, with the little that we were given last year. So, but things have started to open up. We're starting to travel. And that is the biggest thing is getting out there and talking to people and, and letting them know we are hiring, that we are available. And sometimes people, it's, for whatever reason, it's just unaware to them until we bring it to their attention and meet them in person. Wow. So I, lo- I love that. Well, yeah, no, that, that just reminds me of like, uh, in high school, I remember, you know, just the same way that the military does recruitment. Uh, you guys are doing the recruitment too. And there are people who, like you said earlier, there is a calling. There's a calling that's put on your heart. You guys are still there, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Okay, Sorry. Sorry. It it got, it got so beautifully quiet that I was like, wait, am I talking to myself? (laughs) Um, but no, it, it it is a calling. So, okay, let's address that calling. So right now I'm going to put the flashlight on officer Ben McCallie. If you can, can you talk about what is it that you say? What, what do you say to individuals to get the point across over to them that it's a fantastic career? Well, the big thing I use is actually the agency that I work for. Um, Sergeant Bigelow, you know, I'm glad he brought up the the word calling because, you know, that genuinely is what we're looking for. And here at the Orlando Police Department, we seriously pride ourselves in that calling. Um, And I use the examples that I tell people constantly, the, the good things that you see around the community in Central Florida about the Orlando Police Department and bringing others on board to work here at this agency. That really kind of reels them in. Um, I use myself as an example because I came from another agency. I did 11 years at another agency and had a really good career going for myself, but the Orlando police recruiters got a hold of me and showed me the lifestyle here, you know, the the chances for advancement, the way the community interacts with the officers, the way the administration supports everything that we do. That's what really drew me in and brought me over to this agency. And now I can say that I'm happily made the move almost eight years now. Wow. You know what? I love what you said. You know, I wrote down lifestyle because isn't that important, right? Like a, a, anywhere for, forget it. E- even if we were applying at Best Buy, if we were applying at Payless Shoes, I mean, you want the environment there to be something that you're like, you know what? I like this. I can live this. And um, I think it's interesting that you went from one agency to this agency. Uh, we've talked about that in the past and past podcasts, I think a lot of times for us regular Joes, you know, whenever I say that, I, I, I say somebody like me who doesn't really understand that, oh, what, wait, you can go from one to another. And like you just said, it is like a career where you want to be in an environment where every day that you quote unquote punch in the clock, you want to make sure you're punching into a place that you care for, that, that you don't mind going to, that, that you love your brothers and sisters that you have to spend all the day with. Exactly. It goes, it goes back to that old thing. If you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's 
that's the lifestyle that we build here at the Orlando Police Department. The officers that work here, they, they love the people they work with. They love the community they serve. They love doing the job. So it's not like work at all. Bomb. Wow, love that. Okay, so Corporal Casey Jeanette, I'm going to get to you in just a second because I have an important question for you. Uh, but first up, Officer Stanley Avignon. Uh, so I would love to talk to you about when you're recruiting. It, it, somebody's got to get over the, the the butterflies of approaching people, right? Like not everybody's a person to person people, you know. When it so I guess you got to be a special type of person to be a recruiter, right? Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised. It's not as challenging as you think to walk up to people and say hi. Uh, for some odd reason, and I don't know if it's uh, social media nowadays or whatnot, people are, I think, maybe a little more intimidated to say hi. But usually, if I just walk up to somebody and, you know, for whatever reason, I'm at the grocery store or whatnot, you know, I look at their demeanor, I'll ask them questions about themselves, and I'll ask them, have you ever thought about a career in law enforcement? And, you know, sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no, and I know people are busy, so I just like to tell them a little bit about what we offer at the Orlando Police Department. And then I just give them my card and I tell them, you know, if you have any questions, my cell phone's on there. I like to remain open and just give me a call. We can talk about it and, you know, see if this is for you. Well, and let me ask you a question. Like how many times, uh, how many times do you get satisfied with the, with the call back? So it's a numbers game. Um, I try not to focus on that. I just try to go out and do it as much as I can. And you do get some answers back. Now, if you were to count the numbers, I'd say I don't get as many calls back as I would like to. But, you know, I just don't focus on the, on that and just keep going out there and just putting myself out there and putting the agency out there. Well, uh, again, like what we've been, it seems like this is the topic of this conversation. Again, what we said, not everybody is called. So I am glad that the people who call you back, you know, even if it's a limited number, that means that those people are special. Something's been stirred within them that needed to be stirred. And those are the appropriate people for the job. I'm glad that it's not everybody and their mother, you know, trying to call you back because, uh, you know, y'all are so important to us. One thing that I learned with the Orlando police foundation, I've talked about this in podcasts past, but this is kind of just to solidify what we've learned so far is that you have a bunch of us who joined the Orlando police foundation. Now, along with that, we wanted to know what it was like. We wanted to get a little taste of, of what you men and women go through. Uh, so this way we could have a better perspective. When things come across the table, we can say, hey, you know, I, I second that. I third that. You know, let's fund this. Let, let, let's come through for this officer for this because we understand better. You know, there's a big portion of me now going through the simulator process alone. I went through two different ones. And after those simulator processes, there's just, there's so much that comes along that the average regular Joe, you know what? I'm so glad that you don't get so many calls back because it is such an important job that the ones who do call you back, they're the best of the best who have been called. So, okay. Okay. So officer Steve Avignon, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep you on the chopping block for just a second. Why did you, why did you say yes to this job? I, so originally I'm from Haiti. Um, there's a lot of corruption and a lot of, I guess, negativity towards law enforcement in Haiti. When I came here and I started working, I worked in construction. There's a huge Haitian population there. And for some reason, and not for some reason, for the reason I just told you, there's a distrust between that community and law enforcement. And I wanted to make a difference. Like my partner said, it's a calling. And I want to make a difference in my community. And the Haitian community in Orlando is growing. I figure, you know, let me 
do what I can. Uh, I wanted to join that way I could reach out and hopefully bridge that gap between that community and the law enforcement community. That's kind of my way of paying it forward to help out, you know, where I came from and the people, you know, that I was raised with. How interesting, because like, as you say, you're from Haiti, like instantly, I'm like, God, you know, thank you so much for putting this calling on, on certain people's hearts, because you, you get to speak to a population out there that wouldn't speak to a regular, a regular officer. And what I mean by that is a straight, a straight up race, you know, just, there are certain, some of us who feel comfortable with our, with our own. And I can imagine that you probably get, get to talk uh, to individuals a lot easier than some of your other partners would. And that's uh that's such a blessing because they feel comfortable with you. Exactly. And that's going to help them as well, like educate them as well on like when an officer's asking for certain things and like how the process works, that way they don't have to be as intimidated or as nervous and for them to understand that, you know, we're here for them and not to look at us as like a threat. Yeah. So important. Okay. So here, I'm going to flip this over to Corporal Casey Jeanette. Uh, what was interesting is when the Sergeant introduced you in the beginning, he said second in command. Now that, that ring a bell in my head because out of all the podcasts that we've done, out of all the conversations that I've now been afforded a, a fantastic opportunity to be a part of, you know, I've been able to see some really great success stories there at OPD, uh, also with the sheriff, the different sheriff municipalities that I get to work with also where, I, where I've seen certain people. Uh, for instance, this is a great example. The chief of police right now, you know, there was a time where Orlando Rolon and I were outside of Roxy Nightclub. It's not even called that anymore, but we're talking 20 years ago. And to see where he is now, to see where all of you have progressed, to see that uh, I believe it was Officer Ben McCalley that you said, uh, you know, not only with lifestyle, but the opportunity to progress. Uh, there is room for progression in this industry. So with that, Corporal Casey Jeanette, second in command, there is one day that you're going to want to be first in command. What's that like? Um, well, honestly, I don't really think I'm going to go that route. I, I have 18 years on. I'm kind of at the end here, so I'm, I'm quite happy at the corporal level and just getting out there and talking to um, people who want to start their careers. Oh, okay. okay. Well, well here, yeah. Educate me on that because I, I didn't know. And, and you'll, you'll have to forgive me. I mean, I, you know, sometimes when it comes to rankings, I, I, I don't know uh, rankings, but you said 18 years, that, that's a long time to pump your life into this industry. So, so what have you seen over this time? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's changed a lot since um, I started. Things are different. You know, we have body cameras now, which come a long way, but um, I kind of wanted to talk about how Ben mentioned that he, work somewhere else. I also work somewhere else um, up north, and I like to use that to help people with this job. Um, I Not only did I work in a different department, but a different state, so I kind of like to use that history of mine to reach out to people who um, may want to take that leap and actually move to Florida and do law enforcement in an entirely different area. Wow. And so what are the biggest kickbacks that you see from individuals who you talk to about joining, especially when you have 18 years, you probably have so, so much good to uh, be able to present to them almost as if I, as, and forgive me for saying it like this, but almost as if I was selling something and I had been selling it forever. You just, you're just like an awesome salesperson. So that's not what I mean with this, but you've been doing this for a long time. So I can imagine that your stories roll out beautifully to these people. Um, I, I hope so. I try to, you know, 
when I talk to people of, of a different state, I like to talk about how, um, you know, we don't have um, we don't have any out of pocket costs for equipment and uh, training, things like that. I know up north, you have to pay for your your gun, you have to pay for your uniforms. You don't have anything like that here, and um, also we have a take home vehicle program, and that's kind of unheard of up north. So. Um, I know what I was looking for as an officer who was up north and what we have here. So I try to bring that up to them and they're usually pretty excited about it. Nice. Nice. That's cool. Uh, so that, that's a, that's a different contribution that they get to get from you. Right. Well, good. So, um, oh, that, I mean, it, that is, with all their experience and the fact that, you know, Corporal Jeanette and Officer McCall have come from other agency, what we learn is, Officer, you know, when we're trying to recruit other officers from other agencies, these smaller agencies, you know, all that stuff matters. Their pay, their the fact that they have to pay for equipment or they have to check out a pool car um, or even, you know, they're not support that they get from their own agencies or their own cities is not as good. Like here at OPD, we have, you know, we are provided with the best of everything. We have the best equipment. We have the best training. We have the best command staff that, you know, supports us, our, our city supports us, uh, our mayor supports us, so great. So those are all those things encompass. It makes it very easy to sell this place. Um, and plus with all their experience that, you know, 18 years, that's what, when you ask uh, Corporal Jeanette why she's second in command, yeah, she's uh, she doesn't really have any aspirations to go to sergeant, but I picked her for that position because of her 18 years experience and she's been in the recruiting unit the longest. And, uh, I mean, I remember Officer Corporal Jeanette when I came on and I was brand new. So <laughs> that's she, awesome. I, um, and that, and I talk, in gray hair right now. 18 years on, but she's not old. Um, but she does have a lot of experience that comes with it. So, and, that is a big, that is huge. So that's why I put her into that position and why I trust her to make decisions when I'm not around. So, uh, oh, you know, so a lot of our leaders, a lot of leaders at this agency and not all of them are sergeants and above. They, we have a lot of officers that are really good leaders in their own right. And, uh, but they like being officers. They like being out there on the road with the, you know, the rest of the guys and the gals. So, well, and that is something that I, that has been shared with me too from other leaders past is that uh, a lot of individuals, you know, that their calling, their calling is sometimes to help polish that leader as they move along their way. Uh, I think that's so cool. And you know, as I sit here, you know, you guys are like able to paint a picture of the actual occupation. And what I mean by that is when I go to get a job, you know, I look at benefits, you know, you look at uh, just the, the stuff that you care about for your family and whatnot. I think we, again, we forget that y'all are real people behind that badge, you know? And um, I think it's really cool that, that you guys talk about the, the workplace environment. The fact that you talk about, you come from different agencies that now when you recruit to another officer, you're able to say, Hey, the way that you guys are doing it there, that's cool. But let me let me share with you how we do it. You know, we actually like when you guys talk about the equipment, the average person listening right now who's not in law enforcement, we don't think about the equipment. We I I didn't know I didn't know that some some other agencies have to pay for their stuff. Like that's crazy. Well, to me in my oh, head, yeah, yeah, it, it is. Uh, to th you know, to think that you gotta pay for a firearm, that's you know, that's I feel like that's something that should be provided to you by your agency. So. Wow. Um, yeah. So, but 
Yeah, it, you know, selling all that stuff is easy. I feel like, you know, we, we can sit here all day and tell you, we're, hey, we have really good pay. We have really good benefits. But it's the, the experiences that everybody has that bring, it makes it easier to sell this place and why we like being a part of the Orlando Police Department because we feel like a family here. Yeah. Uh, the amount of close friends that I have gained throughout the years from here is can't put a, you know, a price on that. So, um, that's what it's really all about. And we, we're all about trying to find quality officers for the city, but also quality people that we want to work with that we know are going to do the right thing and have our back and have the community back. Well, and that's what it's yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just keep saying, wow, like the, the words that you're coming out, I'm like, preach, brother, preach. <laughs> it's well, all- and, and to, to, you know, to go back to your earlier question, why I got into this and recruiting, that is my passion is uh, helping these, you know, Jeanette and these two guys find people that we want to work with, that we want working here. So that is, that is the passion, you know, of uh, train a lot with my, when I was a road patrol, pro, yeah, road patrol sergeant, we, I used to put on a lot of training with my guys because I want them to be safe and I want them to make good decisions. And I realized one day that picking young officers to come here is just as important as training them. So that is the passion. And I mean, sure, the three of them each have their own passion for why they want to be here, but it's not just a job. It's, you know, we are completely invested in this process. I love it. I love how you say that because I I was thinking of the opposite. I was like, could you imagine if you guys were looking for, yeah, so we want people who are specifically grumpy and uh, (laughs) you know what? It'll also help us out if you're hot tempered, Uh, you know, and, and, and dull, dull minded. We'll get you sharp. We want you dull first like that. I think it's, it's silly to think of that, but a lot of times, us uh, civilians, sometimes we we say, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, the officers, how come they're so, you know, sometimes they're, they, they don't smile back at me. Um, but y'all have a real a real job to do. So I get it that you're looking for these, these individuals who show these really great qualities, but you're also looking for those individuals who are ready to stand up to the real task. Uh, you know, sometimes I think in the past, I, I've said that, you know, where I've been like, man, you know, uh, you know, this officer, you know, he could afford to smile a little more. But... Um, I think now I got a different perspective where it's like y'all, y'all's job is okay. So I get to go to, to work and I get to entertain people, but y'all's job is, is, is a real job. It's a, it's a real job. And what I mean by that is that you guys run into buildings that we're running out of. So thank you for that. And thank you for having the keen eye to spot the individuals that you see, uh, could be wearing that badge too. No, uh, we, uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate all your support. Um, and you know, if you didn't have this job doing what you're doing, you, you wouldn't be able to help us. So, so don't, uh, don't downplay it, Obi. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, um, here we're not, we're not done just yet. I, I've got like another five minutes with y'all and I wanted to, I wanted to kind of, kind of get to know who you are when you're not working. And I, I understand that y'all probably don't ever stop working in your brain. It's probably hard to shut that off. But whenever you do get a chance to hang up the uniform for just a little bit and get some time off, what what, what do y'all like? Oh, let, let's start with the sergeant. What, what do you like? What do, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? Uh, my hobbies, uh, when I get to do them, uh, I, I like to train uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, that is something <laughs> I, uh, what? <laughs> That's yeah, great. So, uh, 
that about a year ago. Um, a buddy of mine who works here uh, had been pushing it to me for a long time, and I just I didn't have the time. I you know I have a, a full time gig. This I'm on the SWAT team. I got a family at home to deal with. Wow. So it was tough. I eventually afforded some time to get away and try it. And now I am addicted to it. Um, so when I can, it is a little tough to go to sometimes. But that is my that is my hobby. I I can go there and I can forget about everything, and it's it's, it's great. Um, but when it, that's my hobby, but my true when I'm off, when I'm home, it's my family, my wife and my two girls. That's that's where I'm at. So it's wow, not hard to find me. Well, thank you. Thank you for being op- uh, an open book with that. I mean, that you know, right now, I bet you everyone who's listening is like, oh, he, so look, out, look, you got this guy who fights and then, oh, those girls. Oh, I love it. Okay. So, uh, so here, Corporal Casey Jeanette, who are you when you hang up the badge for just a second? Um, well, I have uh, three kids in my house. Um, they all play soccer, so there's a lot of soccer in my life. Um, age ranging from four to uh, 18, actually, just barely 18 there. So we have a lot of different things going on in our house. Um, definitely a social person, like to um, spend a lot of time with my friends, um, brunching, things like that. Um, just a normal person. And I also work out, not just not just a sergeant. We all work out in here. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, and and uh, the kids and them being involved in sports. Can can I ask you a, a fun question? Because I always think of it like whenever one of you guys show up to a sports game to support your kids, I always think of y'all like celebrities. Do you feel that way sometimes? Do you feel like people are staring at you, like they want to come up and say hi? Um, they're definitely staring at me. Um, <laughs> I, don't know thinking. I, I may not want to know what they're thinking. Um, but I'll get some highs, some thank yous, you know, and little kids, you know, they still love us. So the little kids will definitely swarm over and ask if I'm really a police officer or, you know, they ask about the tools on our belt all the time. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. Well, they're lucky to have you. I know here at my house, um, as entertaining as I can be, I am so loose-minded. And it's my wife who brings me back together. So your kids are lucky to have you. And thank you for answering that question. Officer Ben McCallie, so you, who are you when you're not working? Um, I'm almost just the same as both of them. I mean, I'm married. I have two kids. Um, for the last couple of years, pretty much all of our off time has been dedicated to our youngest son. He's 17, and he's a competitive soccer player. We're trying to get him a scholarship. So a lot of time has been spent with that. But as a family, we are definitely travelers. Um, when I hang up my uniform, we try and hit the road or jump on a plane and go somewhere. Okay. My sons have been all over the world. My wife has tried to tag along as much as she can when she gets the time off of work. But we're all about exploring. Oh, man, I love that story. Funnest place you've been? Funnest place I've been, I would probably have to say Germany. Oh, oh, yeah, you said travel the world. Oh, yeah, going going through the mountains and seeing some of the castles in Germany, that was uh, some of the best memories that I have. Um, Spain was a good one. It's, it's very adventurous there, and there's a lot of things to do for tourists. Okay, well, with Germany, you had me at castles. I'd love to see one in, in, in real life. Love that. Okay, okay, Officer Stanley Avignon. Who are you when you hang up the badge for a second? Um, I used to travel a lot. Um, now I just had a baby uh, two months ago, so most of my free time is changing diapers and figuring out when can I sneak in a nap. <laughs> but, but besides that, uh, I've been doing jiu-jitsu for almost seven years now as well. 
Um, I work out a lot, cycling. So just trying to stay active, trying to stay in shape. You know, I enjoy that. You know, while I work out, you could decompress and just, you know, zone out for a little bit. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. We know we're all family people. We like to stay in shape and, you know, enjoy life as much as we can. Okay. Do you, do you ever get a chance to, to still cook some Haitian food at home? I try. <laughs> it's not like my mom's cooking, but, you know, I enjoy it. Now, if you ask my wife, she might think differently, but I think I'm phenomenal, actually. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. Well, so I'm I'm Puerto Rican, and there's only a few dishes that I that I, I need to have, and so I'll make them around the house, but sometimes they're a little too spicy for the rest of the family. But uh, but anyways, that that's good. So I'm glad that you're able to share some culture with us. And, y'all, I'm... Um, I feel like I'm a bit richer of a person now that I had this conversation with you guys and gal, because uh, the stuff that y'all have said that when it comes to recruitment, I think a lot of times, even the word recruitment, I think maybe it could turn some people off because it's like, oh, well, what are you, what are you trying to win me over for? You know, but now that you guys have talked about the benefits of this, uh, of this job, not only that, you've talked about your families. You, you guys have led us into really some personal spaces, your, your families and your kids. What it does is it, it lets me know, like, when, when I tell somebody, hey, have, have you ever thought about a, a, a career in law enforcement? Like, now I almost feel like I could be a recruiter because I'm, I know a lot of great people that I'm like, man, you, you'd be perfect behind the badge. And to be honest, we need a lot more people like you behind the badge. You know, but that's not my job. That's y'all's job. So thank you guys for being called to this. Yeah, it'll be, uh, feel free to throw some people if you, if you, you know, <laughs> yeah. our way. Yeah, yeah, I will. But, uh, but again, I, I thank you guys for having those keen skills to be able to sniff out the right type of person. Uh, thank you again for your time today. Uh, and yeah, anything you guys need from the Orlando Police Foundation, please don't, don't be shy. I, I've sat in every single one of those board meetings and every single time something comes across the main desk that says, hey, they need this all hands go up to vote for it. So just know that we have y'all's back too. I can't say that we, uh, we appreciate that so much. We can't say that enough. Um, and we appreciate the support. We appreciate you having us on today. Um, we are really excited to be on with you and uh, share our stories. And we pretty, like, like I said, thank you. Okay, well, till next time, Sergeant Chris Bigelow. We'll say goodbye to Corporal Corporal Casey Jeanette, Officer Ben McCalley, Officer Stanley Avignon. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for being on the city's finest. Thank you. All right, you guys. Take care. Bye. Okay, so I just hit the end button on that call, and man, I was not lying. I feel like a better person. Come on now. You got to feel like a better person too after getting to discover, after getting a chance to understand a little bit better this job that men and women, they sign up for. And it really is one of the most dangerous jobs that somebody can do. And so we thank them again for their opportunity uh, to spend some time with us and for their job of going out there. And like I said, having that keen sense to know who they would want to work with. You know, it's funny. You don't want to work with anybody grumpy or ill-tempered, right? You want to work with the best people and they're not any different. So thank you again to them. Don't forget that you can discover so much more about the Orlando Police Foundation and what we do at the Orlando Police Foundation's website. And then there's always this podcast okay i try to put out an episode maybe once every two weeks every three weeks i try not to make it too overbearing but this is all in support of men and women behind the badges all across the united states whether it's sheriff police department 
We love you. We support you on behalf of everybody at the Orlando Police Foundation and those other municipalities that we support and you listening. I'm Obi Diaz, and this is the city's finest.